Yo, what up? What's good? Look here, I go by the name of Lou Cipher, and if you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, that means you was locked into another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. Welcome back, welcome back. Look, I hope hope the week been good for y'all and all that shit like that. Look here, I don't know how long this shit gonna be today. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. Could be short, could be long, but we gonna, I'm gonna work with what I got. We gonna see where we end up, amen? All right. Now look, I was going to come in here today and get straight to the topics, but shit happened and I got to tell you about it because I tell y'all all my business anyway. So, the funniest thing that ever happened to me happened today. <laughs> I get a phone call at work. Look at my phone. I see it's my father. So, I'm like, I pick up the phone. I'm like, yo, what up? What up? Hear my daddy come on the phone. Say, bro, I got to tell you something real quick. I'm like, oh shit, what is this? You know, because like I said again, I'm not used to my daddy being mad at me. So I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I done did. So I'm like, what's up? You got Twitter, huh? Now my heart beating fast. I'm like, oh shit, what he done seen? You know what I'm saying? I done turned over a new leaf on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I ain't posting the crazy shit no more. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what it could possibly be. So I hit him up like, yeah, yeah, I got Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody follow me though. You know, he's like, well, your sister sent me a video she found on Twitter. I'm like, a video of what? So now I'm really worried. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking this got something to do with me. Well, this time it ain't me. Apparently, my middle brother and his wife been doing OnlyFans for the last couple of months. And my daddy didn't know. I didn't really, I, my auntie mentioned something about it, but I, I, I you know, I don't, I don't want to know that side of my siblings. So I didn't even really care. Well, my sister miss is going to screen record whatever he posted on Twitter and send it to my daddy. And my daddy is mad as a wet hen. My daddy on that mother, look at this crooked dick motherfucker. Go post this shit on Twitter. Knowing he got kids. You got teenagers that can see this. So I'm just letting, I'm just letting my pops go off because, you know, the thing about him, me and my dad are very similar. You know, when he get on his roll, it ain't nothing it ain't nothing you can do to stop him. You just got to let him get his shit off. You know what I'm saying? So he just going in and everything like that. While, he on, while I'm on the phone with him, I get a text from my brother. He must know that he called me. And mind you, me and my brother have not spoken to each other in over a year. That's neither here nor there. But I get a text from my brother. All the text say is, I'm on my way to go kill daddy. And so my daddy go on all the shit. So I stop him. I'm like, I'm like, hey, bro, um, your son said he on his way to go kill you. Let him come kill me then. Shit, he ought to kill something. He can't kill no pussy. I'm just sitting there like, you know, because this is the kind of father I have, by the way, y'all. But anyway, so he he going, he going in and going off. And so the thing is, when my daddy started going off, everybody catch strays. You know what I'm saying? He can't just stick on one person. Everybody catch strays. He on there going, like, this shit is disgusting. This motherfucker ain't even circumcised. Why would you put this on the internet? I'm like, I'm like, bro, I don't want to know what the main dick look like. What? You the only son I got to circumcise because you the only one I was there for when it was. I'm like, oh my fucking God, dude. Really? Do we have to do, do this? So he stayed on the phone going off, going off. So then I, I, I'm, I'm listening to, I hear in the background the door open and all I hear this motherfucker say, 
What you walking in with the gun for, motherfucker? You the one posting the shit on there, so they got the hollering and screaming and arguing and shit like that. So I'm just on the phone just listening, like you know, I'm like killing. How you will call my brother name, but you know, I'm like, put the gun down, bro. You ain't about to shoot no goddamn body. So them motherfuckers all get back and forth. My brother screaming and hollering, talking about something. Everybody in his business, and you know, I'm like, bro, I didn't ask for this. I didn't. I ain't trust. Trust me, I ain't trying to see you fucking. But you know what I'm saying? So my brother, my, my, my daddy clowned him and everything like that. Body shaved him and all that shit like that. So he ran out the house and now we here and I'm telling y'all about it. So yes, my daddy found my brother's OnlyFans. And when I tell you I was in that truck at work, <laughs> the tears that were streaming from my eyes. <laughs> He saw that man, his dick looked like lightning. I fucking almost died. <laughs> but that's the stock that I come from. You know what I'm saying? So if it's in, so if you ever wonder why I am the way I am, look no further than the man that fucking was responsible for my birth. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. I got me a chuckle in and you listen, it just is what it is. So let's see. Let's just jump on into it and see what we got today. Um, okay. So the first thing I got, um, there's a rapper who got who died of some shit um last week. Um, his name is Gunu, I think. I think that's how it's pronounced. Gunu, whatever. These niggas died. Like they they die before you know who the fuck they are. All you know is at some point they rapped and they did. Not meaning to be insensitive or anything like that. You know, you know. Shout out to that man's loved ones and shit like that. And I hope his soul is at peace and whatnot. But his soul can't be at too much peace because I'm bringing it up. They then propped the man's body up in the club, a club called Bliss in D.C. They have this man standing up in a pair of J's, some, some jeans, and a hoodie with a crown on his head. Dead! He in the club dead! And he just standing up, looking up, just looking over the crowd. And you see niggas jigging and everything all around and all that kind of stuff like that. I'm like... Y'all got this man's body propped up in the club? Let me tell you something. This is why I'm getting cremated right now, because I ain't gonna have you motherfuckers doing this shit to me in death. I'll hunt all, I will hunt all you bitches. You know what I'm saying? Don't prop me up on shit. Now, here's the thing, though. I'm from Louisiana. Anybody know Louisiana is home of the non-traditional funeral? And I've actually seen people propped up with my own two eyes. You know what I'm saying? I seen um, a man propped up in an armchair because, and this is actually a co an old coworker of mine. His daddy died, and he wanted it wasn't the funeral; it was the wake. But he wanted to be in the wake in the armchair because that was his favorite chair. So he was just sitting up in the chair. But the thing was, they didn't really tell you about it as you walking in. So you walking in and you turn a corner to the living room and you see this motherfucker sitting in the chair. You're like, oh, shit. You just, you know, it just caught everybody off guard. So it was like, yeah, they should have told us that we was he was laying in, when he was sitting in state in the armchair. Everybody walk in the room. Soon as they look over to the right, ah! And you know, it was like, yo, are y'all not gonna tell people that y'all got this man propped up in this chair? You know what I'm saying? That was weird. Um, this nigga, the next one, he wasn't propped up. They just had hella shit in the casket. Like they had all kind of shit up in this dude casket. It was a hood nigga. He died. And like they had a um, I kid you not, I, I, I on my on my granddaddy's grave. 
they had a fucking a radio, a car, like like the, the car radio. They had it in the fucking casket. I remember this vividly. I'm like, why the fuck? Like, why is it all? Why is this shit in the casket? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, my, I tell people like, death and birth, these are two times where you're not supposed to be whimsical and witty. You know what I'm saying? Just lay the people to fucking rest respectfully. You know? So that's why I say I want to be cremated because y'all ain't going to handle me like that and fucking death and have people whispering over my goddamn funeral and shit like that. I don't know why this reminds me. Uh, one of my great aunties, when she passed away, this is I was a teenager. I had to be like 13, something like that. Um, I ain't going to say her name because I don't want nobody. Just in case. Anyway, she, she passed. And my auntie... She was my great auntie. She was a portly woman. She was a big girl. It was it's, it's no way around it. She was a big one. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know what I'm saying? I remember when we went to see, you know, went to view the body and everything like that, went up to the casket, we saw this rather small casket. And in my mind, I'm like, all the tea can't fit in that casket. What what's what's really good? So, I don't view bodies. That's just not, I've never viewed bodies, but you know what I'm saying? When I was young, it was different. I walked up there and went up, whoop the whoop. Get up there. My auntie in the casket, skinny to the bitch. It's like they gave her a post-mortem BBL. Like, she is in the casket, snatched. And my grandmother saw that, my grandmother was Yes. But the thing is, I like my grandmother, she was she was a real genteel southern lady. So she wasn't gonna go off at that moment. But she was not happy. So we get to um the repass, the first repass. It was multiple repasses, neither here nor there. Get to the first repass, and so my grandmother she that was not my sister in the casket. That was not my sister. So, you know, we all knew, you know. She was hella little in the cat, but here come my stupid ass cousin Daryl. Oh, I'm saying everybody name. Fuck it. Anyway, so here come my fucking cousin. He gonna come up. Well, mama, you said you wanted her to lose weight, though. My grandmama slapped the piss out of Daryl right there. <laughs> like, it was so so sudden. She just she will sniff the shit out of that boy right there in the goddamn repass. I remember that shit to this day. If I ever see little next. Next time I see him, I'm going to remind him, man. Look, remember mama slapped the piss out your ass and said that stupid ass shit at that funeral? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I just had to bring it up because I just thought that was crazy. I'm like, y'all, why are we propping people up? Don't don't prop me up. You know what I'm saying? God damn it. When y'all come, if I can't get cremated, when y'all come view my body and they got UGK song, look at me playing on a loop because th that's what I want y'all to view me in. When y'all viewing my body, that's what I want to play. I want to look at me to be playing. Uh, I'm, I PMC, nigga, what you need? I need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? As as the hearse pulls through Baton Rouge, playing Burbers and Lack by Master P and take me to my final resting place, make sure I get in that ground in the casket. Don't prop me up no goddamn well. I ain't no fucking dope stop. What the fuck do you think this is? Damn it. But moving on along. So, and I just threw this one in here because I thought it was I thought it was kind of um, funny. A woman by the name of Jamie Patron Codrington, she used to work. She was she used to work at Yale University. 
She pleads, she pled guilty to federal wire fraud in the amount of $40 million because over the last 10 years, she has been still, what she was doing was ordering, um, she was ordering computer equipment for the medical, um, department. That's where she worked. She would order like iPads and shit like that, but she would always order right under $10,000 because what, what, what it was, was if she ordered anything over $10,000, she would have to get, you know what I'm saying? The green light from her superiors. So anything under that, you know what I'm saying? She didn't have to do that. So she would get the equipment. Then she would sell it to another company. And so they ended up catching a matter of fact, let me pull the article up. I got it right here. Okay. Let's see, I'm going to read it. Jamie Patron Codrington, 42, pleaded guilty to federal wire fraud and tax charges, and she faces up to 23 years in prison. Until her arrest last year, Patron Codrington worked as director of finance and administration at Yale University School of Medicine. Court documents allege that over the course of eight years, Patron Codrington stole $40 million worth of computers and electronics from the school. Stolen property was sold to an out-of-state company, and Patron Codrington used the proceeds to buy four homes and six luxury cars. Now, what makes this story interesting is this is a white woman. My, now granted, she's a dark white woman because, you know, she, had, she got acrylic nails. She got braids. You know what I'm saying? She got a black-ass husband. Who, he, he, husband, fired in the motherfucker. I ain't gonna tell you no. But anyway, that's not here to death. She, listen. <laughs> I see what she was stealing for, sis. But anyway, yeah, she was, she, was, she was a dark white woman. And so it was just, I just found that interesting. Over all these, she didn't bought, she bought four houses. She bought buku cars. She was buying purses. Her and her husband was going on trips. She was taking the nigga to Italy and motherfucking Mexico and all that kind of shit like that. He posed up in front of all the cars and shit. Side note, if you see, if you, if you, if you just feel like Googling pictures of them, what is it? What, what, I, I talked about this a, what, a week or two ago. What is it with you women and, these, and, and wanting these grown ass sons? She got this nigga dressed like, this nigga look like he dead ass in fucking geranimals and shit. Like this motherfucker got on like a fucking, uh, one of them short sets that you buy the baby. When you take a picture, he it's like a basketball thing. So you sit him down with the little. We sit him down with the shoe. What them shoes called? Where the babies don't really quite know how to walk. They real hard on the bottom, and, and yeah, he had on shoes that looked like that, and outfit that looked like that. I'm like, bro, are you fucking twelve? What? The, why would you dress this way? Like, nigga, it, 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 it was. It was just. I don't know. It was given fucking. Uh, it was giving Belcher kid. I don't know. It looked like some shit Gene Belcher would wear. But anyway, yeah, Rachel stole it all, got the ass. And all I'm going to say is if it was a black woman, they wouldn't have got away with that scam for as long as they did. But for, I mean, you did $40 million over the course of 10 years and nobody caught up to your ass? Listen, that goddamn complexion for the protection is a motherfucker. But I, I just had to bring that up real quick because, like I said, that was just that was I, I found that very interesting. Okay, let's see where we going. Where we going? All right, we about to just go ahead and get it out the way. We, we we about to talk about it one last time for the one time, and we about to be done with it. The aftermath of Slapgate. So. Of course you know what I'm talking about because it's the only thing all motherfuckers been talking about for the last week. But last week I had to do a bon my first bonus episode because I recorded before it happened. Anyway, so, you know, we, we already talked about Will Slap and Chris Rock, this, that, and other, whatever, cool. 
So at this point, what has happened? Will has resigned from the academy because he, he was on the board of the academy and everything like that, making choices about the movies and whatnot. So he resigned from the academy and all that kind of shit like that. White people out here trying to turn Chris Rock into a fucking hashtag. Th that was the annoying part. So here's my thing. It sucks that that had to happen to Will, you know what I'm saying? But, you know... This is what happened when you make when, when you when you make these brash decisions and you do and you and, and you go rogue, there comes consequences. So you know what I'm saying. Even though I'm very much on Will's side with this, hey, you know what I'm saying. Everybody got to pay the piper. So you know what I'm saying. You got you finally got your Academy Award that you've been working your whole life for, but now you're not on the Academy anymore. So you know it it, it was a trade off. It is what it is. But you know what I'm saying. I still I still understand why he had to go that route. Because again, the man was tired. You know what I'm saying. The man was tired of being joked on. And the thing is, what people don't understand is like you know Chris Rock would not have done that to anybody else's wife in that room. You know what I'm saying. He thought he thought you know what I'm saying. Will was just that nigga to joke on like that, or that nigga to play with like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, had he, I think I mentioned this last week, had he addressed Will, I don't think he even would have went there. But you know what I'm saying? Chris Rock would have did that to Pauletta Washington. He wouldn't have did that to Latonya Jackson. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't have did that to, what other, what, 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 who the white people was there? I don't know. He wouldn't have did that to anybody else, but he chose them. And But what's so crazy is after people started doing some digging, and realizing that Chris Rock had been on Jada like this for a long time. I'm talking about they do, they pulled receipts on him going all the way back to 97 about him just ragging on Jada. You know what I'm saying? Then it went back to, you know, him talking about a, um, a, a girl he shot and shot at and she shot him down, which turned out to be Jada. So the plot thickened. You know what I'm saying? Chris been a hater. You know what I'm saying? So all that shit, that, that's why I was telling people that slap didn't just come out of nowhere. It didn't materialize out of the ether. That shit had been building. You know what I'm saying? They, the Smiths ain't good with Chris Rock, and he knew that shit. And he tried to pull it, and, you know, he got his car pulled right there in front of everybody. It is what it is. Everybody sitting up there like, you know, I'm hearing different people on different podcasts like, you know, you know, no one, no one cared about Chris Rock's mental health and, you know, how it affected him. Let me tell you, I'm, and again, I'm, I'm a nigga who don't know a lot about a lot, and I'm talking complete shit right now. But I'm going to tell you what I think. Nobody fucks with Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? The Hollywood blacks don't fuck with him. It was clear as day when all that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ran to Will's aid. You know what I'm saying? They left Chris Rock to dry. You know what I'm saying? And it just really started. I really started thinking like, you know, I didn't realize how little cachet Chris Rock has in the black community. And then I think back, then I thought back to it. I'm like, well, shit, when the last time Chris just, you know what I'm saying? Just fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is why it's so dangerous. And when you when that's when you certain group of blacks like to sequester yourself to your white circles, you know what I'm saying? When you stray too far from the computer the community, nigga, we don't know you no motherfucking more. You know what I'm saying? You out here fucking with us in front of these damn white people. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it was just crazy to me seeing that, damn, they really don't fuck with, um, with Chris like that. 
You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, if they, if they if, if if his peers don't fuck with him, it's really something more to that. You know what I'm saying? And then you got his brother, fucking Tony Rock, who first of all, now I I of course I heard the name Tony Rock before, but you out there going talk about on that on that rah rah shit, nigga, like you gonna fight Will or something, nigga? Your ass can't even get to the you you can't even get to the pre Oscar show, my nigga. You not invited no fucking well. This man is the A-list of the A-list. Sit your motherfucking Z-list ass down some motherfucking way and shut the fuck up. Like, you gonna fight Will Smith? Nigga, please. Fucking, um, but I will say this. They was, listen, black Twitter was getting white people to fuck up out of here all this week. That was the funny part. They they was this you and everybody, nigga. They got Jim Carrey the fuck up out of here, which was odd to me because him and him and Will, you know, over the years, if you watch them from like the movie awards where they fake with kiss and everything like the, at the MTV awards and shit like that, they have a rapport. So for Jim Carrey to get up there and be on that fucking, you know, oh they should do this, they should discipline that, this, that, another motherfucker, you gave your wife all kind of herpes, which led to her, but she went, she went to insane asylum or some shit like that. Like they was pulling everybody receipts. God damn it! They they got Jodie Turner Smith, that Queen from Queen and Slim. They got her to fuck up out here, but she been goofy. This motherfucker gonna sit her motherfucking ass on the internet talking about how her, apparently her husband said something, made a comment about it, and then when she started getting heat for it, she started doubling down and going into how she loved her husband and she proposed to him three times. To which everybody stopped like, skirt, hold up. In 2022, the year of our Lord, you got on Sojourner Truth's internet talking about getting on one knee for a white man during Women's Month, right after Black History Month? Bitch, are you crazy? Like, it, it was so funny. I saw a tweet. Um, Shout out to Chels from the, um, I, I hope I said that right. Uh, my homegirl Chels from the fucking, uh, from the Gridiron Girls podcast. She retweeted it. But, what I it was it uh, it uh what what it said was Jody Turner Smith says dot 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 did everybody silent swirlstress <laughs> I don't know why that shit had me weak <laughs> every time that girl get ready to say something y'all remind her that she has that white husband and she better shut her ass the fuck up <laughs> but that was funny but let me tell you what what okay so okay here we go. Y'all got Zoe Kravitz the fuck up out of here, man. And I'm going to say this right here, and I don't give a fuck who feels a way about it. I feel like you niggers did too much. Zoe ain't even say that much. All she said, so what it was, was she went on her Instagram, right? And she posted a picture of her dress. And she was like, this is the dress I wore to the Oscars where people were assaulted on stage. That's all she said. She left it at that. Y'all swooped up. Let me tell you something. I ain't see y'all get a bitch out to paint that fast since Corsette Michelle. Y'all, and, and, and it was so crazy because everybody loves Zoe. I thought all y'all love Zoe. Oh, no. <laughs> Soon as she posted, here y'all come, look, bitch. You don't talk because you're not black. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Y'all went so hard on her, so fast. I mean, it, it was fast. And look, I just sat there and just was scratching my head looking. Because let me tell you what God love. If y'all thought I was about to cancel Lenny and Lisa's daughter, you out your black ass motherfucking mind. Nigga, I love her parents too goddamn much. I 
nigga, fuck that shit. I ain't canceling no Zoe Kravitz. I tweeted right on through that shit. Look, I let y'all have y'all moment. You know, y'all had, look, listen, y'all was dragging the white people out and, 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 and posting all their whole facts and shit like that. Hey, do what you do. But I'm just saying, over here, me, I ain't canceling no Zoe Kravitz. So, do with that with what you will. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, I'm glad that people are finally stopped talking about it now. Like, it's starting to die down. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, it, was a, it was a sad set of events. You know what I'm saying? There was wrong done on both sides. But now, you know what I'm saying? We got, you know, one of, one of our biggest and brightest with a, um, with a blight on his legacy. You know what I'm saying? All because, you know what I'm saying, he got emotional in a moment. And it happens. But you know what I'm saying? I'm still on Will's side. Some of these motherfuckers need to be batting their goddamn mouth. That's just all it is to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, 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 man, man, look, talk to people nice, man. You know, talk to motherfuckers like you got some sense. You know, or make sure your hands good, either or. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that on that, man. You know, it, 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 <laughs> the last one I got. <laughs> this was so fucked up. Alec Baldwin drug his motherfucking ass up in there talking shit. Uh, somebody said, didn't you just kill somebody? <laughs> the internet is so motherfucking disrespectful, man. But, you know, hey, you know, hopefully everybody come out of this shit unscathed and all that good shit. Next up, let me see. Black China started trending this week. And... I thought it was interesting. Let me let me find this. I, I got this save this save too. Okay. So Black China decided to get on her bullshit and tweet. Yesterday I had to give up three of my cars, my reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support. I am a mama. <laughs> and so she's reiterates single, no support, no child support. So, her baby father's linked up like Voltron and said, oh, no, we got to get this scratch all bitch the fuck up out of here. So, in walks Robert Kardashian. I pay 37 k a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all her extracurricular activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday to Saturday. Why would I pay child support? <laughs> LOL. So, then, here come the other one. Here come Tiger. I pay 40k a year for my son's school and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? <laughs> so what made this funny was all the women scrambling trying to turn Black China into a victim. Yo, this is why I say, and you know, this is no shot to my female listeners, but I'm sorry, this is how I gotta come. A lot of these women just want their turn to be trash. That's all it is to it. Because Black China is one of the most indefensible motherfuckers in this world. So let's let, let's 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 break it down a little bit. Because I say it all the time. I don't know a lot about a lot. But I done spent enough time with enough motherfuckers who have been in and out of family court and have been in family court a couple of times but sitting my damn self just to see the shit. Side note, if you ain't if you ain't got nothing to do one day and you just really just want to waste some time, go sit in family court. That shit is theater of the fucking living. It is insane in there. But back on track. Um, spending time with a lot of these people, I've learned I've learned a couple of things. One, 
There ain't too many judges in this land who will, accept, who will give custodial custody to a father over a mother. That just does not happen often at all. In the cases that it does happen, it's typically one or two things. Either the mother doesn't have the means to care for the child, like they, she's just flat broke, or she on drugs. Now, I don't know how China pockets looking. They can't be looking too good, motherfucker. You're getting cars repossessed. But we be seeing out here on these damn coke, on these coke fits in the goddamn airport cussing people out and, and, and hollering and screaming and shit on a fucking coke rant. So, you know what I'm saying? There are drugs at play here. You know what I'm saying? You only got your children one day a week. That's Sunday. Like, you know, listen, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. China, black China really could teach a master class in fumbling the bag and mismanaging pussy. Because how the fuck do you get pregnant by a rapper who for some reason maintains a certain degree of relevance? I don't understand. Tiger just, I, I, I've never heard any of his music like talking about on purpose. But anyway, he got money. You got pregnant by a rapper and a goddamn Kardashian. Bitch, you was in there. You was in there. They gave you a show and every damn thing. How do you fuck this up? Like, what kind of bird brain fucks that up? God damn it. You've been a sex worker forever. Ain't sex work all about proper pussy placement? You done placed your pussy in all the proper places that it's supposed to be, and you still come out broke. Who does that? I just, I, I can't take her fucking serious. Like, you, you done did that. You done did everything that a, that a master level hoe is supposed to do and still end up broke. What kind of fucking your way to the middle is that? What is that? You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't understand. People say, well, y'all rushing to be against China. Y'all rushing on Rob's side. It ain't got nothing to do with Rob. It ain't got nothing to do with Tiger. My thing is this. At the end of the day, you got two men being the custodial parents of your children that you only have apparently one day out the week and you sitting up there trying to do all that. I'm a single mama shit. God damn it. You, <laughs> you fucking deadbeat. I just, listen, let me not. But I, I just, I thought that shit was sad and just do better, man. Let's see. Okay. So some ball playing nigga got on a podcast. I'm so sick of you niggas in podcasts. I don't know what to do as I'm talking on the podcast. But y'all motherfuckers are just determined to be as ignorant as fucking possible. But they got on there. Um, matter of fact, let me play the clip. I got it right here. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna listen to this real quick. You know, cause I get tired of doing all this talking sometimes. So let's go with it right here. Russell and Sierra. Yeah, Russell ain't had that bread, so he ain't gonna be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Russell Square. Russell Square. Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she was you don't leave future they, she's and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I think, think that's what you don't leave though. future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, Women everybody has a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You gonna leave future and get with Russell Wilson? Nigga, a, when you he's so goddamn square, and I love him on the field. He's this. a square. Channing. He's a fucking square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. 
You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved to be with him. <laughs> goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with goofballs, no, You want the guy that told me, you know what? I was I was praying, and God told me to go save her. That's what the man told me to my face. But even with all the uh, rough. So yeah, that bullshit. Okay, I have I have I, 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 I hold on. I have a lot to say here. <sighs> mm. First thing I want to do before I even get into the whole subject, let's clarify the difference between a square, a lame, a corny nigga, whatever you want to call him. Okay, a square by definition is just a nigga that ain't with the street shit. That's all a square is. A square is a nigga that ain't about the street shit. A square is a nigga, he go to work, he clock in, he do his time, he clock out, he come home. That's a square. Nigga, we all square. Nigga, I'm square than a bitch. I'm so happy to be a motherfucking square mother. I ain't got a damn motherfucker knocking on my damn door asking for shit. And I wouldn't have it no other way. The problem is with these athlete niggas, y'all don't realize that y'all squares. You know what I'm saying? Let me let, let me let me break it down for you. You 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 gonna get on here and call a man like Russell Wilson a square, my nigga. When you play when you were athlete, and I've said this on the pod before, but let's go into this one more detail. When you were athlete, that shit starts from middle school on up. So while all the rest of us was out here running the streets doing stupid shit, y'all motherfuckers wasn't doing it. You know where y'all was at practice, in the gym working out. Y'all was at camps and shit. You know what I'm saying? When we were, when we was out here in the street buck wild doing stupid shit, y'all little motherfuckers was at school running drills. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's where you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you're trying to set yourself up for the future and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you get, so, you know, you go straight from high school, you go straight to college. Where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, what, you, what you might do, you might fuck on some females up in there, woo woo this, that, and third. But that's the most you fucking doing. Because that coach on your ass, because you got to be on that fucking field. They got to be responsible for you. You know what I'm saying? You niggas what outside. You know what I'm saying? It irritates me when I hear these athlete niggas. You know what I'm saying? These fucking touch drill ass niggas. These cleat wearing motherfuckers want to sit up here and call people lames and shit like that. Bitch, that was you your whole motherfucking life. Because let me tell you something. You know who the, you know who the street niggas was as far as y'all was concerned? The females that y'all ended up marrying. You know what I'm saying? Because while you out here... On the, on the football field, you know what I'm saying, sweating, balls sweating over each other's face and shit like that. These females, mammies and aunties turning them out to the motherfucking streets. You know what I'm saying? They got them out here training them up to, 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 to catch green as grass niggas like y'all. You know what I'm saying? These women get, these women, because here's, they get y'all motherfuckers again, because here's the once you leave college, you get in the league, okay, you're making a little more money, you making, you got money and all that kind of shit like that moment you ever had in your life, you know what I'm saying? So here they come, they set them on y'all asses, you know what I'm saying? And you, y'all you, flabbergasted, because you ain't never seen pussy like this in your life. And you think the, and you think they really like you. That's the crazy part. You know personality. You nigga, let me tell you something. The average athlete, them niggas stupid. They don't know shit about shit. Cause again, all they've been doing is running drills. You know what I'm saying? 
Don't read nothing, don't know nothing, ain't been nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They got the personalities of goddamn emergency broadcast tests. These women don't give a fuck about y'all. They want, they're trying to get to your fucking money. And it's easy to get because all they got to do is throw you a little ass and make you fucking feel special. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know shit about nothing, you square bitch. So it irritates me when these niggas start throwing these words around. You're describing your fucking self. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, yes, Russell Wilson is corny than a motherfucker. He's a, cor he's a corny motherfucker. He really is. Now, here's the thing. You can be corny without being lame. You know what I'm saying? Y'all try to handle Russell like he's a lame nigga. He's not a lame. He's just corny. Because let me tell you something that a lame nigga don't do. A lame nigga don't take a woman and, you know what I'm saying, love her as loudly as he loves the um, Sierra. Love her church, a son that ain't even his, raising that boy like his own. You know what I'm saying? Raising the children he done had with her, making sure they all have, making sure they all good, making sure they all got everything they need, providing. You know what I'm saying? Being a role model. Man, Russell, as corny as he is, this is one of the realest niggas standing. You know what I'm saying? But what brings, but what brings me back around to this, I really want you niggas to just go ahead and admit that y'all just want to fuck future. I really want y'all to just, you fucking grown ass fatherless boys, I want y'all to just admit that you want to fuck future. You know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you something. You heard how that man was talking on that fucking video? I'm a whole motherfucking punk out here. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, I've been, nigga, I've been, I've been invested in an active duty faggotry over half my motherfucking life. And I wouldn't get on no fucking stage and dick ride no another man like that. That shit, nigga, if, if a gay dude telling you I wouldn't dick ride no fucking man like that, who the fuck does that? You know what I'm saying? I got too much motherfucking pride to get on somewhere and fucking jock no whole another man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas be sounding so fucking funny style, but try but but get on here and just now here's the thing. What you were trying to say is, you know what I'm saying? She likes street niggas, but she turned around and went the whole opposite direction. Which she was supposed to do. Look. If you sitting up here with a motherfucker, he got you in the club smoking hookah, you give you HPV and all that kind of shit like that, wouldn't you want to just try something else and say, hey, maybe, maybe let me just get it, let me, let me go get with this motherfucker that I normally wouldn't get with and see what happened different in my life. You know what I'm saying? You want to fault her for being smart. No, no, what it is is you jealous of her goddamn pussy. You want to fuck the nigga. I really, it just, it just, it irritates me. Side note, let, 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 me, I, let, let me put a pin right here because I got to get this off my chest while it's on my damn chest. This is why I tell women all the time, I'm talking to my female listeners now, how y'all doing? Shout out to y'all. Y'all beautiful. But this is why I be telling y'all all the time, ask these niggas questions before you get with them because I guarantee you, motherfuckers acting like that, nigga, you got a dick in your past. Trust me, and I'm the nigga who would know. <laughs> Man, let me do, ladies. Do y'all know how many of y'all sitting up here right now with a man with two or three dicks in his past, and you don't know shit about it because you looking for the wrong thing? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to give you too much motherfucking game, but I'm gonna tell you this right here. See them homophobic niggas that y'all love so much? Them the very ones. Cause matter of fact, got y'all. Let me tell you something. 
It's so many motherfuckers out here who lucky that I ain't one of these talking sisters. Cause that ain't my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't do all that shit. Look, if you wanted the world to know, you would do it on you do it on your own accord. All I do is just sit and shake my head and laugh at y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's a motherfucker right now. His old lady. Look, this motherfucker will call every he he'll call every sissy, every faggot, and he can't stand this, that, fuck trans, blah, 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 this, that, another. Nigga, you he said all that shit and had my dick in his mouth just the other day. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, like I said, y'all be looking for the wrong shit. That's what you look for right there. That motherfucker that's sitting up here going hard on gays. Let me tell you something. You're not that passionate about something that don't resonate with you. And that's anything in life. If you feel a way about something, it takes passion to feel things. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, it's shit that, it, it's shit that happened around me that I can't, I can't even get excited about because it literally has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? If gay shit ain't got nothing to do with you, my boy... Why the fuck you so in your feelings about it? Because let me tell you something. I ain't never met one of them niggas in my life that all I had to do was just catch him by himself. Motherfucker, I promise you I can have his ankles by his ears by the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? So watch that. If you got a wildly homophobic nigga in your life, it ain't even got to be nobody you fucking with. It could be a cousin, a brother. Trust and believe. I bet my 10 to your one he got a dick in his past. But we'll leave that there for a whole other podcast. That'll, that'll, that'll be an episode unto itself. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it, 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 it kills me how y'all sit up here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go on Russell Wilson. What? Because he know how to treat a woman? He making her happy? You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he's standing up and providing? That bothers y'all? You know what I'm saying? That future worship shit, man, y'all got to get off that. But that's all I really have for that, man. I, I need y'all to do better. So let's see. Where we at now? Where are we? Okay, here we go. Lee Daniels apologizes to Monique. Finally. So I'm going to play the apology real quick. Um, Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, here we go right here. Let's see. So Lee Daniels finally apologized to Monique on stage in one of her shows in um, Staten Island. So if you go back a couple of episodes, I was talking about this, and I've been saying this shit ever since it the whole thing started years ago. Nobody rides this hard on a lot. Monique been riding on this shit for almost for over, probably over 10 years. And the thing is, how I knew she was telling the truth, her story never changed once. Ever. She's done interviews and every time they talk to her, it's everything is exactly the same. Nobody lies. Nobody can lie that good. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, she was doing too much this, that, and other. No. Then people fucked over her. You know what I'm saying? And now she finally getting, you know, she she's finally getting her just desserts. And I'm glad to see that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna take some time and shout out two people in particular. 
um for that. Um, first and foremost, T. S. Madison, my auntie in my head. Oh, I, I, I love Maddie. She um she just um she just dropped it if I'm not mistaken, but it was a conversation she was having with Lee Daniels on um. Uh, a show of hers. I want to say it's called Turned Out, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, she was she she went at him about how you know he was treating Monique and everything like that. Like you know, no didn't pull no punch. She talking very straight language and very pointed language, and just you know called a thing a thing. You know what I'm saying? And um, the second person I want to um shout out for this is um uh, Fifty Cent. Anybody know who know me know y'all know how I feel about Curtis Jackson? That motherfucker is trash. He, he just he irks my soul on the internet with his fine ass. But um, but I gotta give credit where credit is due. He started riding hard for Monique. People talk about oh, man, he, he being goofy. That is a no. Y'all say niggas don't protect black women, right? Now you got examples right there in front of you. You know what I'm saying? He, it, it, I mean, he didn't, he, he didn't seem to have any vested interest or nothing. It was just on some, you know, this fucked up what y'all doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, we got to do better than this. You know, Oprah and Tyler, listen, we looking at y'all now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you got to think about it. Look at what just happened at the Oscars, you know what I'm saying, with Chris with Chris Rock and Will Smith. You know, we, you know, our stars, you know what I'm saying, we ain't got that many of them. We, we, ain't, we ain't got that many of them, you know. And you, y'all threw Monique, a whole ass Academy Award winning actress, out to dry because she didn't want to play y'all kind of ball. You know what I'm saying? That was fucked up. It wasn't no other way to say, but it was fucked up. You know, so I'm 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 very happy to see the tables turning and the tides turning. And you know the thing is, when you do wrong by people, shit won't go right until you correct your fucking self. You know what I'm saying? What's seeing it old mister with them two ugly ass fingers till you do right by me? You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You got to think about it. Think about all the roles Monique could have had since Precious. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's talented. Monique is funny. She can act like... And we. And the thing is, we like her. We love Monique. You know what I'm saying? So, I just really hope to see... I, I really hope that some, you know, some something great comes from this. I want to see, you know... I want to see her back on the screen where she belongs. And I just think that was really big of Lee Daniels to go ahead and just swallow his pride and admit that he was wrong. So that was really dope. And that really made me happy to see this week. Um, Let's see what we got. What we got next up. Okay. This one is difficult. Mm. Gerard Carmichael. Now, full disclosure, I had no idea who this person was before last week. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I heard the name for a couple of years, but I never, I, I just was never. It, it just never. I was never moved enough to go seek him out or seek his work out or anything like that, you know. But bring him up because you know he's a comedian. If you don't know, and he came out um as gay um recently, um you know he did on on SNL. Let me tell you something. That white suit. Oh my god. Let me take a second for this. I was like, he had this white suit on that was so cold. <laughs> My nigga KMG to say she tired of seeing these niggas in these suits, <laughs> all armpit, bare armpits, because he didn't have no shirt on up under there. I, I, I do get that, but I, but it was fly though. Like 
the, it was the cut of that jacket. I'm so tired of seeing that same silhouette on um on menswear, especially when it comes to suits. And it was just so dope to see a cut that was just a little different. I can't really describe it because you know what I'm saying. I look, I I I've been fuck up the description, but but check it. But yeah, you it's easy to see. Just go type in his name and SNL, you'll see the suit. The jacket was just cut super dope. But anyway, um, I bring it up to say this. As a black gay man, I am so happy and so proud of him. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand the freedom that comes with just being your true self through and through, not holding anything back. You know what I'm saying? And as a black gay man, I know that burden that we carry. Because, you know, the community always, our community frowns on us and all that kind of shit like that. We're seen as less than. We have to deal with family and with people thinking shit like that. So for you to get the balls to come out and say, this who the fuck I am and just deal with it. I wish that type of freedom for all of us. You know what I'm saying? And so shout out to him for that. I think that was amazing. I'm, 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 I'm happy for him. Now that the positivity is out the way, nigga, fuck you and that goddamn stand-up you did. And I'm going to tell you why. So, in the stand-up special he did, using his real name, Rothaniel, which, what? Not, why would you do that to a child in this day and age, Rothaniel? That sound like, the, nigga, that, that sound like somebody eat, that eat peanut brittle and fucking, I don't know, like, no, Rothaniel? That, that fucking Walker, Texas Ranger watching ass name. Anyway, um, in the special, he goes, after he comes out, then he goes on to say all the, you know, and, then, and I knew it was coming up to some bullshit because he, he hit all the usual marks. He shed on black men, of course, because that's, hey, hey, we we just, we, we ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, he praises the black women, you know, saying that, you know what I'm saying, they were all, they were there, they were more in instrumental in his coming out and all that kind of shit. Woo -woo. When he, until, then he goes on to say, until they find out that he has a white boyfriend. And you heard all the black women just go, oh my God. Like, one of, one of, it was so funny, one of them, she was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? And he proceeds to joke about it, talking about how, you know, um, he believes black gay men should be able to fuck whoever they want. And, you know, his his white, his vanilla king and all that kind of shit like that. As a black, again, as a black gay man, we are so sick and fucking tired of having to be inundated with you fucking black okay goddamn white man whore motherfuckers. I'm so, we're so sick of you niggas. We're tired. Every time you see a famous black dude that comes out as gay, who he got behind him? A motherfucking white boy. And it's sickening at this point. At this point, it's not a coincidence anymore. It's not a fucking coincidence anymore. Every fuck, every, every famous nigga got a white boy. You know what I'm saying? Why? It, it, I, don't, I don't understand why they can't see us loving on each other. Why? You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to get into it because it, 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 fuck it, let's do it. It goes further than that because I, I didn't say nothing because, you know, I won't, I, won't, I won't judge Katanji Brown to get up in there. But it just kills me how all of you got to have a white man. Kamala, love you. Love you to adore you. Got to have a white man. You know what I'm saying? 
What is this what is this chokehold that white men have on you motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? But just going back to my community real quick. Every, I want you somebody, anybody, tweet it to me. If when you hear this, tweet it to me at some or something. Show me one famous black gay couple. Show me one famous black man that dates black men. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's, it's, it's just sickening. And my thing is, the, why I'm saying fuck him in particular is because he sits up there and he tries to gay-splain it. You know what I'm saying? The last thing I need is yet another black man who dates white men trying to explain or gay-splain to me why he does it. I'm sick of hearing it. I'm tired of that narrative. All you motherfuckers are the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, last week was my first time even being aware of who he was. Soon as I saw him, this is before I even knew anything. I was like, oh yeah, he got a white boyfriend. I just, I knew it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it just, it just, it, like I said again, it's not a coincidence. This shit is like, it, it, it's happening for a fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? It's just that fucking swirl agenda, man. You know, we love, we can love each other. And the vast majority of us ain't with that fucking white boy shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's that certain group of niggas. I done talked about them before in old episodes. So if you want to hear what I really have to say, there's some episodes where I, I, I go in, I deep dive on this. I don't want to do it right now. I'm already, it's, we already running long. But it's just, but it's just so disheartening. It's disheartening, but it's just to be expected at this point. You know what I'm saying? And, it's a, and it sends a clear message. You know what I'm saying? You're not good enough. That's what it says to me. You're not good enough. You know, not to mention you motherfuckers who date white men. I'm talking to black men and black women, both of y'all. When y'all date white men, y'all get so goofy. There's like a series of TikToks of black women with white with white husbands. And when I tell you they're the, they're the most abysmal things in the world, it's just so cringy. There's a New York Post article right now about black women go need to go find their white kings. It's like y'all don't y'all don't see the jig in front of your face. Y'all sit on here and shit on black men on the internet day in and day out. All day. But you turn around and you know. And go cozy up to this white man. And let me tell you something. Somebody said something so stupid to me the other week. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I'm going to mention it again. Talking about, well, they feel safer with white men because black men are violent or whatever they say. I'm like, you mean to tell me the white men that have pillaged this planet for centuries, you know what I'm saying, they have raped our women and men. Shadow slavery is theirs. They did that shit. Racism is theirs. They did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Terrorized our great-grandmamas and grandmamas. All this shit. But you feel safer with that? Man, don't tell me no stupid-ass shit like that. Just say you prefer a white dick. That's it. And leave it at that. But I'm sick of you motherfuckers. I don't give a damn who feel a way about it. I'm tired of you bed wench motherfuckers. When I say that, that's gender non-inclusive. I'm talking men and women. I'm tired at this point. You know what I'm saying? If you a motherfucker that can't find the beauty in they own, I ain't got shit for you. And I'm going to leave it at that. Move it on. <laughs> 
So we gonna go right into the loose cipher sound segment of the podcast. Um, again, if you don't know, there I have a podcast. Is I mean, I'm sorry, I have a playlist on title entitled Loose Cipher Sounds. You should be following and listening to it because I'm gonna be all the songs I end up talking about on the show is gonna they're gonna all end up there. And I'm retroactively adding some because um like I said, you know, it took me a while to get the shit together and everything like that. So I'm going back to old episodes and throwing the music from those in there. So best your best bet is to just throw the thing in alphabetical order and just listen at your leisure. Whatever. Anyway. So let's see. There are three. Well, okay. <laughs> the Grammys. I was about. I was about to go straight to the news, but I forgot I skipped something. The Grammys. So the Grammys happened. The Grammy Awards happened last night. Them shits was boring as hell. When I tell you the Grammys were boring, I went to sleep on that. Listen, I, nine o'clock. I was like, you know what? I don't need to see anything else. I'm good. Silk Sonic open the show. That's really what I needed to see. Cause you know, I I stay in Silk Sonic. I'm sorry. That is still that, that album. I, like I is warming up. When it get hot, I cannot wait. I'm gonna wear that motherfucker out all over again. I love that fucking album. I think it's perfect. Like I feel so seen in their music and in their whole aesthetic. Like that. Like because you know it's three a.m. in the seventies in my head all the time. So you know what I'm saying. I just yeah. I just thought that I I, I just listen. Couldn't get enough of it. But they opened the show. Their performance was great. You know they swept every category that they were in. So you know what I'm saying. They won and all that kind of shit like that. Um, I want to mention one thing real quick. So, notice the red carpet of everybody coming to the Grammys. Look here. When Andre Leon Taylor died, he took style and taste with him. Because you niggas done looked a mess ever since that man left this earth. The Met Gala was terrible. This red carpet was terrible. Like, everybody looked so bad. The only person I saw that looked good was Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish looked better than she ever looked in her goddamn life. But and she was kind of overdressed. But in that, that's not the hit and there. But everybody else looked like hell. Like there's a picture of her and Cynthia Rodriguez. Cynthia Cynthia Erbo, the woman that Lena Waithe with. They her and Cynthia Cynthia whatever. They took a picture together. And when I tell you, I tweeted that shit. I say it looked like when your the, your favorite character in a fighting game when both they often in costumes is trash. That's what they looked like. It was just terrible. Like the fashions were just terrible. The performances were terrible. Like outside of Silk Sonic and her. First of all, her, so she performed with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. She did damage with them. That song's still hard, man. That that song's so motherfucking hard. I love that song. I think, I think it was an excellent use of a sample, and just it was dope. So she performed with them, but then she brought Travis Barker and Lenny motherfucking Kravitz out. I tell anybody, I stand Lenny Kravitz. In my Lenny Kravitz is my older brother in my head. Like always has been. I'm talking about being a little boy. I was so I was just so taken with Lenny Kravitz because I thought he was the coolest motherfucker walking. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just I, you didn't you just didn't see black men like him. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing his motherfucker, you know, dreaded up, tatted up with some heels on, with them with his nipples and shit out, but playing I mean playing rock music and just but not just rock music. He played just he like he he reminded me of like Prince and that his music was almost genreless. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Lenny Kravitz stand. So when she brought Lenny out and they did um they did all you gonna go my way. 
I was living. Nah, I didn't like her singing on it because she didn't because her ain't no dynamic vocalist, you know. And you got to scream for that song, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Lenny. I also I, I um I threw um two of his songs on the playlist too, just because because you know he's him. Um, I threw my favorite um my favorite Lenny Kravitz song is called "You're My Flavor." It's on um it's on the playlist, and um um one of his newer songs uh "Raised Vibration." So check them out, man. Listen, like I say, this is a Lenny this this is a Lenny Kravitz stand house. So I was I was super stoked to see him. But outside of that, all the performances suck. Billie Eilish sucked. I don't know what she does. Olivia Rodrigo, I have no idea who that woman is. I have no idea who this white woman is. But when I tell you the epitome of mid, like they, they I, listen, y'all all this damn aspirin and a warm tub ass music that y'all listen to. Listen, I'm. I'm ready for some dynamics again, man. Make me excited about this shit. You know what I'm saying? That performance was trash. I know y'all think I hate Lil Nas X. I know y'all think I hate him. I do not hate that young man. I I had a very strong aversion to him in the past. I will admit, I did. I had a strong dislike from him, from him in the past. The reason I disliked him is still holds today. So here's so here's the thing. I say this all the time. He's a he's a gorgeous young man, you know, rich, having a great time. He's having the time of his life. I love that for him. I'm saying that with all sincerity. I love seeing that little black boy get on that stage and just just have the time of his life. The problem is he can't rap, he can't sing, he can't dance. What are we looking at? The music is just not good. That's that, that was my y'all thought I would have it. it. The problem I've always had with him is the fact that he's not a musician in any capacity. He has zero musical aptitude. That is my issue. It's like you know what I'm saying, dude. You literally just up here moving around. You're not you're not giving anything, and y'all just going up for it just because he's a gay dude. Just admit that. Just admit that. Because I'm, you're never going to make me see where this boy is talented. He is not. But I am happy for him. I really truly am. But I ain't got time to sit up here and watch nobody just flop around on the stage doing, just, 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 do, just, just, just doing what they do in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Give me music. That's what I want to hear. Give me the music. You know what I'm saying? The other ones, I find us all the BTS boys that all y'all go up for. That shit was trash. That shit was trash. The motherfuckers, it, it's karaoke. It sounds like it, they sound like motherfuckers who don't know who, who, who don't know how to speak English. They just learn how to say, repeat the, the, the words of the song. That's what it sounds like. The shit is trash. And I'm like, oh my god, this is what y'all going up for? Then they was mad they didn't win a Grammy. A Grammy for what? Shit, karaoke? But the one I do want to mention real quick. Um, so y'all were mad that um Jasmine Sullivan had to split a win with Silk Sonic. Um they they tied in the best RB performance category for um Leave the Door Open and Um Pick Up Your Feelings. Here's what I have to say to y'all about that. 
Now, I've been very vocal about the fact that I do not like Hotels. I don't like that album. I like Jasmine Sullivan. I think Jasmine Sullivan is immensely talented. That pen ain't to be fucked with. That woman writes. Like, I, I, I adore her. I just happen to not like this particular project. Now, that being said, Pick Up Your Feelings, it's a good song. You can't say it's a good song. Her vocal is outstanding. It's a good song. It's not a better song than Leave the Door Open. I'm sorry. It's just not. That song was impactful in a way that a song has not been for a very long time. I can, I, I'm trying to think of the last, maybe the, maybe the last song that was as, as impactful as that was probably Bodak Yellow, probably. But anyway, Leave the Door Open, nigga, you had young people singing it, old people singing it, white people, black people. It was just, it, cro it, it, it crossed so many lines. You know what I'm saying? It was just a brilliant fucking song. And we hadn't heard anything like that for quite some time. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all was mad she shared it, but you, you, had to, you should be grateful that she got it because really and truly she wasn't supposed to get that damn award. That song was a monster. Nigga, we sung Leave the Door Open for a whole goddamn year before we even got an album. Nigga, we was leaving the damn door open all motherfucking summer, winter, fall, shit. But... Anyway, I just thought that was annoying. It was like, you know, I understand y'all go up for Jasmine and this new music she making and shit like that. Fine, well, and good. But, uh, yeah, you just, you, let's use some common sense here, people. You know, but yeah, that's the Grammys. The Grammys was trash. Um, So, moving on. So, two albums dropped this week that I, um, that I listened to that I'm going to talk about. First, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers dropped an album um, entitled, I don't know why I don't be having these damn titles um, pulled up before I start talking about this shit, Unlimited Love. That was the name of the album. So I don't know when the last, let me see, matter of fact, let me check right now. The last album they dropped before that was in 2016. So this is, um, so it's been a while. And you know, if you don't know the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man, let me tell you something. Look. Um, don't, they just, just from early now, I'm talking about give it away. So I talked about them a few months ago on the pod when people, so it was a tweet where somebody was like, you know, black people don't know the real hot chili peppers. And everybody looked like, are you fucking crazy? Put, put give it away on in front of a group of 35 plus niggas and watch what happened. We gonna turn the fuck up. That song was a jam. You know what I'm saying? Under uh, under the bomb, um, under the what is it, was it? under the cherry bridge, I believe. Sometimes I feel like I done it. Like some, nigga, they got jams, man. Motherfucking scar tissue. Trust me, niggas know that goddamn song. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. Sarcastic, Mister Know It All. Like look, fucking um one of my one of, one of my favorites is um is Warped. I love that fucking song. But anyway, I've always enjoyed the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And this album, it was cool. The problem is it was too long. It's 18 tracks. So what older artists don't seem to understand is that, you know, condense this thing down for us. You know what I'm saying? Give me 10 or 11 tracks of heat. That's all I want. Because what happens is when you got all them tracks, 18, 19, 20 some songs, half that shit going to be mid. There's no, it's just no way to keep, to keep that level of quality up for that fucking long. You know what I'm saying? 
But that aside, there was some standouts that I really did enjoy. I added them to the um, playlist. I added a song called... Um, well, my favorite is Aquatic Mouth Dance. It's a song called Aquatic Mouth Dance. Check that out. It's dope. It's really, really dope. And I added another one called Poster Child from the album. So, yeah, like I said, it's cool, but it, but um, toward the middle, it gets super redundant. All them songs start sounding exactly the same. But that's only because the album is too long. So you just stick to the beginning of it, and it's, it's straight. But, yeah, the man, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. But I, but as a music fan and as, as, a, as, a, as a melanated person, I can't leave without saying this. If you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you got to check out a band called Fishbone because honestly, the the, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers took Fishbone's whole entire style. This is way back in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Fishbone, they 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 were the first doing that sky that sky punk funk um mixture. You know what I'm saying? Don't get this with the, the the Peppers are dope. They do it very dope. Shout out to Flea, one of the best bassists ever. You know what I'm saying? But um but Fishbone was doing that first. So, you know, if you didn't have Fishbone, you wouldn't have the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You wouldn't have No Doubt. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't add that. I might go add one of their songs to the playlist um, after I record this. But, yeah, check them out. You know what I'm saying? You, listen, we got we, we got to give our people our, our, their things when we get the chance. Um, let's see. The last album that I listened to that came out this week, Eric Robeson. Let me tell you something. Probably... Eric Robeson is top three. My top, my top three male R&B. Dead or alive. That's how hard I go for him. Like, that's... that. Okay, that was a big statement. Let me say top five. He... I say, okay, he's top... I say he's in my top ten dead alive for male R&B. But he's definitely in my top three for contemporary R&B. You know what I'm saying? Eric Robeson is super motherfucking dope. He released the album called Lessons um, this week. And let me tell you something. Listen to the whole album, y'all. It's a no-skip. It's one song on it that I kind of didn't care for. It's 11 tracks. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tight listen. It's a, it, it goes real quickly. The songs don't drag on. 11 songs, all them bitches heat. I promise you. I added, um, I added two of them. I added, um, I added my two favorites so far. But there's something to change. The album is that good. But um, I added Start All Over Again. Um, that was the opening track. Um, it's on the playlist. And a song called Good Loving. It's, oh, my God. That shit is so crazy. It's good. Like, yeah. Listen to the whole album, but you can start with those two songs. It is so, so dope. But, yeah, Eric, Eric Robeson is your man. He, I'm talking about he's one of them artists that just, I, I mean, I've been just a fan for so long. I'm going to actually tell, because um, I actually added, um... The song that introduced me to him, I added it to the playlist, is a song called um, She Oughta Know, and it features Marsha Ambrosia. When I tell you, when I, 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 remember, I remember exactly where I was when I first heard it. I was in New Orleans on Magazine Street, and I don't know, it just happened to come on or whatnot, and when I tell you, I stood still in the middle of that damn um, sidewalk in front of that record stop until that song went off, like, it just it it transfixed me. I couldn't move. It's that cold. So I put that on the playlist. Like I said, again, she ought to know. Um, she ought to know with Marsha Ambrosia. Uh, but yeah, lessons by Eric Robeson. I'm talking about when I say listen. Can't can't say enough about it. 
it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful album. But like he puts out, like he has never put out a bad project. So you know what I'm saying? Check him out. All right, y'all. I think we finally made it to the end of this motherfucker. <laughs> Look, I'm in here talking this shit. Look, it done got dark. <laughs> Look, I'm, I, I forgot to cut the light on. I'm in this dark ass motherfucker. Um, but yeah, man. Listen. I appreciate the fuck out of all y'all for listening, man. I appreciate everybody for fucking with me, bro. Like, you just don't understand. Like, I say this every week, and I, I say it so profusely because I really, really fucking mean it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, y'all just, you know, continue rocking with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep, you know, throwing content out there and all that kind of shit like that. And, you know, till next week, drink your water, oil your scalp, mind your motherfucking business. I'm going to holler at you.